Great to see you tonight, Sunday night. You're in church. This is good. And uh, we're, you know, we, we, we talk about the Word of God, which is the Bible, the Scriptures, because this is how God intends us to live. And the Wheels of Financial Blessing, which is this um, revelation download that John has got from God is out of the Word of God. And we're talking about it. It's called the Wheels of Financial Blessing. Uh, We're doing this series this whole month. And I would encourage you to listen to the podcast because it's so helpful. It's talking about money and God and what's his thoughts on money. And is it good or is it bad and evil? Does he want us to have it or not have it? And all those questions on how to handle money if you're a Christian. So we're in the third week of it this week. We've already talked about the right mindset. Now, this is so important uh, to understanding whether we have a poverty mindset. Some of us have a poverty mindset. Some of us have a materialistic mindset. What we actually want is the biblical mindset. So getting actually the right mindset is the ground level, the foundation. So listen to that. That was a couple of weeks ago. Then we talked about the wise stewardship. So this wheels concept is, it's a car thing, right? Now, I'm not a big car person. Like, you know, I I drive a car, that's great. It gets me A to B and maybe the guys here are a bit more into the, the cars and the love of cars, but I understand the four wheels, right? For a car, the four wheels have to be pumped up. They have to be, the tyres have to be, you know, going good. You have to have four tyres on the car. I get that. And the tyres have to be pumped up. So this series is talking about if one of those or more of those wheels are not pumped up or if they're flat, you're not going to be able to get anywhere. And if you might be have the right mindset, but you're not a wise steward, then you're going to go around in circles or something's not going to go. You're going to get frustrated with it's not getting you from A to B. So this is the, uh, the concept of the car. Are you hearing what I'm saying there in terms of the wheels concept? Uh, so the wise stewardship we talked about a couple of weeks ago, and that's tithing. It's being diligent and working hard. We talked about budgeting and uh, everyone loved that. Actually, this last week on Table Talk, John and and I sat around our dining room table as we do once a month and we talked uh, about budgeting. And uh, that is also on Instagram. You can listen to that. It's maybe half an hour just on budgeting, the practical do's and don'ts and some thoughts that, uh, that really principles that can help you be a wise steward. That's the second wheel. Tonight, we're going to talk about generosity and what God thinks about that. And next week is a spirit of faith. We're a faith-filled church. We believe in the power of God and believing in what we can't see. That is even God himself. We can't see him, but we believe he's real. That in itself is faith. So we're going to talk about a spirit of faith in relation to finances and how you need to actually pray for your finances if you want something to happen in them. So that's going to be next week. So let's talk tonight about generosity. I think this is going to help some people tonight. I want to help you understand what God's view on generosity is. Some people, I feel like they're born generous. You know, they just like give gifts to their parents all the time and they spend their pocket money um, just buying things for other people and they're just generous and they give. Uh, it's, it's, it's like this innate gene that's inside them. Others, not so much. They just have that sort of like withhold it, maybe a little bit stingy. They're the opposite. They hang on. They don't want to waste anything. Can you change? 
I feel like you can. Absolutely. This is the transformation process that we talk about in church. And Jake referred to it tonight, even for him, the transformation journey that he's been on with God to change that whole view, that mindset, and about who he is on the inside. That's what the Christian journey is all about, that transformation journey. For my 21st, I'd just moved to the Sunshine Coast and I had a party and it was in my parents' backyard and all these people from the church, this church, were coming and, you know, bringing gifts and, you know, beautiful. Well, John turns up and he is um, someone I've got my eye on, okay, and <laughs> and he was invited to my 21st, of course, because I was trying to make um, a move on him. Well, he turns up with a big present. It was a big picture in a frame and I was very excited. He was a generous guy actually and in that moment I knew he was a generous guy. Even more so he like planted a little kiss on my cheek when he arrived. Oh my gosh I was so excited. I was like I'm not gonna wash my cheek. (laughs) Oh that was a moment that I'll never forget. It was like oh I'm so excited. Took a few more months. I was just sort of like trying to um, you know share my love with him. in a discreet, subtle way, okay, uh, got his attention and the rest is history. But hey, that was a long, long time ago, but he had that um, spirit of generosity in him. And he shared this morning that that wasn't necessarily in him from birth, but in your teenage years, you just were getting a reputation for being a bit stingy. And he's like, I don't want to be that person. So I'm going to change and start being a generous person. So we can change. We can uh, take on the nature of God. Because generosity is actually in God's nature. And that's the first point I want to talk about tonight in terms of generosity. Giving is God's nature. John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. He gave Jesus, who then gave His life so that we would have life, that we would not be separated from God the Father anymore. That's the nature. They gave us the Holy Spirit. God gave us the Holy Spirit who would be our companion, our partner. The Bible is full of references to gifts, the Father's gifts that we can have, the Holy Spirit's gifts, all the different gifts of the Spirit that we can have. That's all giving. That's all generosity. That's because it's God's nature. And we're made in his image. The Bible says we, you and me, made in the image of God. So in that case, there is that DNA of generosity, of giving in us. It's a generosity gene, I call it. And we need to maybe awaken it tonight. I feel like some people are going to get a little unlocked tonight. There might be some chains around um, people and you just withhold. You feel like that's who I am or that's who I've seen people that have gone broke or their lives have fallen apart. And so you, you think, oh, okay, if I withhold, if I'm really tight and good with my money, if I won't let it go, then maybe that won't happen to me. But the reverse is true. If you learn to give, if you learn to be free with your money, if you learn to be generous and not have that hold on you, that's where you see an unlocking. I feel like that's going to happen for some people tonight. The good news is God is kind. He is a kind God. He wants you to have plenty. He wants to prosper you. He wants to provide for you. That is in his nature. Giving should be a way of life for us. So yes, we can um, give money, but is, is, 
do we have that cheerfulness in our heart? You've heard of that scripture about being a cheerful giver. You can be a reluctant giver. You can get, oh, give because I should and give because I have to. Or is it in your heart? Is it in your spirit? Is it in your soul where you just freely give? Yes, money. Yes, your words. Encouragement. You're generous with your work. You're generous with your time. Okay, that's generosity as well. Because you can be stingy in a lot of those different areas. You can be uh, stingy in attitude. So generosity of heart. Isaiah 32 verse 8, and this is a key scripture, says, A generous man devises generous things. Another um, version says he plans to do generous things. I'm a planner. I like planning. I, pl- I want to plan to do generous things. This is a scripture. Leave that up there for a moment because it says, by generosity, he shall stand. That's who he is. That's who you are. By generosity, I plan to be generous. I devise generous things or ways to give to people in my nature, in my heart. That's who I am, a generous man. I'm thinking about it. What can I do? So the cheerful giver. Let's read out 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6. It says, remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, just a little planting, little crop. The one who plants generously will get a generous crop. So there's this principle of sowing and reaping here. It's okay, if you're going to plant, if you're going to give more, you can expect to receive more. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly, or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully and God will generously provide all that you need. God loves a person who gives cheerfully. So we're changing that inside from being a reluctant giver to being a cheerful giver. I give because I want to give. I haven't always been a cheerful giver. I haven't always been a generous person. I feel like I've learned a lot along the way. I would withhold. I would, okay, we talk about the principle of tithing and I would tithe to the cent. Okay, so if you were talking, I know you laugh. I, I do laugh at myself. Uh, <laughs> so I was, I was raised in a Christian home and I was raised to tithe, which is 10% of your increase. So 10% to me means 10% right? Like exactly 10%, not a cent more, not a cent less, exactly 10%. So if I'm getting $53.15, I'm tithing $5.35, right? Five, no, we're not going up to five fifty. not six, not definitely not 10, right? That's, that's the way that I grew up. It was black and white. You give 10%, that's what it is. If we would, if I would go out and, uh, you know, share, you know, the split payment at the end of the meal, exactly. Okay, I know I ate that and it cost this much. I know I drank that, it cost this much. Very exact, right? It's just black and white, but it was tight, all right? Uh, when it came time to giving extra offerings or giving into vision builders, as I'm growing into adult, as I'm getting married and I'm married a more free giver and a more generous person and he'd go, oh, let's give this. And I'll go, no, that's not okay. I don't feel to give that or I, that, that scares me right? And so I would, I would do the minimum. Okay, let's see if we can get away with that or whatever. So uh, for me, 
There was probably many other examples and I was going to ask John, you know, could he remember them? But I just thought that's a lose-lose question for him because it'll be just like, I don't want to tell you all those things that I remember because then you'll go, wow, (laughs) you remember that. So I realised I had to change and I don't remember having a specific epiphany moment where I was like, okay, that's enough. You have to stop being stingy. I feel like it was more you know, messages like this in a, in a preacher, in church, reading the Bible every day, just in prayer. As I'm growing as a Christian, it just became apparent that I need to be a more generous person, read scriptures like that. A generous plan devises ways, plans how to be generous. I'm like, okay, how can I change? Again, it was little by little. You talked about that tonight, Jake. It is that little by little. What can I do that can help me be a more generous person? Years ago, I remember one of my goals for the year, be generous. Like just at the top of it was be generous. It was, okay, I want to find ways. I want to look for ways. I want to be a generous person. So I had to make a choice and then, okay, follow through on it. Giving large amounts helped break that as well. Uh, Being more um, united with my husband when he wanted to step out in giving, that broke something over me. It was like a poverty mindset. It was just like a withholding control uh, where I want to be in control of my finances. I'm not sure I can trust God if I'm releasing uh, bigger amounts, but that broke something in me. So it was something that happened little by little. When we uh, put it up on our family's value board, that was one of our family values was be generous. When we were raising up our kids, it's something, maybe that was a catalyst for me to go, oh, better start with me. But uh, (laughs) one of the things, actually one of the words that I remember in the scriptures uh, is in Deuteronomy where it talks about it's all his it's all his anyway. And it, for me, I realized, hey, we don't bring anything with us. We don't take anything out with us. It's actually all God's. So if he asks me to give, I'm going to give. And if he just keeps asking me, and if that's who I develop as a person, then that's the person I want to be. So to have that revelation of it's all his anyway. If that's what he wants, then that's what he gets. And I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll just trust him in that. So that was a, a huge thing. Uh, for me, in letting go that non-generous nature. It lets go the hold that money can have on you. Uh, Another truth about giving and generosity in the Bible is giving to the poor is lending to God. There's a scripture in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17. It says, if you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you. And this is, again, another way that we can be generous as people, as Christians, as representatives of God, looking for ways of how can we help people who aren't as uh, beneficial as us in living in a good way like we are. How can we help? Let's look. Can we sponsor Compassion Children? We look for ways. Now we look for ways of how can we help? We sponsor a number of children overseas. We give money every week to uh, a member of our extended family to help with their, they're just not in uh, as healthy a financial place. We give 
a monthly generosity amount. We get out the money out of our bank account and we're just like, God, who can we give this to this month? We want to keep that first and foremost. We ask God, who can we give this money to? And we look and we ask and we pray or we transfer them the money. We give into vision builders every year. It's like, God, we don't want money to have a hold on us. We want to give. We want to give to other offerings and different things. Don't think when I'm rich, I'll be generous. Start with what you have now. Generous people plan to do what is generous. What can you plan to do that is generous? How can you stand firm in your generosity? God blesses giving. It's his way. Proverbs 11 verse 24, it says, Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. It just goes against the whole of what you think. If you withhold, surely you'll accumulate more. But this is exactly the opposite of that. Give freely, you become more wealthy. That's God's way. Be stingy and lose everything. That's not what we want. That's not how we can help other people. That's not how we can bless people. That's not how we can say God wants to bless you. He wants to prosper you. He loves you if we're there being stingy and losing everything. That's not a representative of God. Back to the cheerful giver scripture. And it says, whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly. It goes on to say, now he who supplies seed to the sower... And bread for food, that's God. He supplies for you. We'll also supply and increase your store of seed, verse 10, and we'll enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. That's what God wants for you, to be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. That's a heart of a generous person. In our life, as I said, we look for ways of how, we have a budget, right? We don't just talk about, it's a good idea, we have a budget. In our budget, we have a gifts budget. And it's not a little amount, it's a big amount. We have a big gifts amount because we love giving gifts. We love giving things away. We love blessing people. We have a Christmas budget as well, which is all about just giving gifts, not just for our kids and our family, but just for a lot of people. We love giving gifts. This is a huge part of our budget. This is how we look for ways that we can be generous. How can we do that? What is it in your life? And you know what? It returns to us. We get so blessed with gifts. We just have so many things poured into us and maybe it didn't happen straight away. It's not that we give gifts to get gifts, but it just opens the way of just that generosity and receiving and that's that sowing and the reaping thing we get crazy blessed so spoiled John talked this morning about sowing and reaping in that principle and I encourage you to listen to it because it's such a principle of God that he doesn't just want you to sow and not expect anything in return he wants to bless you he wants to give good gifts to his children so where can you start I'm going to invite the band to come up right now? Where can you start in your life? What is it that you can do? Maybe you recognize that there is some areas in your life that you're not very generous. Maybe you just think, oh, 
right in my core. I could really change. I could really grow. God can help you. He can help you do that. You just have to make a choice, okay? God, I hear you speaking to me tonight. I want to be that generous person that you've called us to be. Maybe that's the wheel that's the flattest in your wheels of financial blessing. And maybe you just think, okay, well, I do tithe and I do budget and I do uh, pray, but you're just withholding. Maybe it's for you tonight. There's some things that you can do. There's some practical ways that you can start giving and just stepping out. Maybe just shouting someone a drink, going out after church and buying them a meal. You're just like, I'll do it by paying it forward. How cool is that? You go through the drive through and say, I'll pay for someone who's coming behind me. Or maybe it's doing random acts of kindness or giving random acts of kindness just to stir that up in yourself. It's like, I'm going to look for ways. I'm going to plan for ways to be generous. I want to unlock that in me. And that's how you can do it. You can step out. Maybe you can re-look at your budget, tweak it a little bit. Just go, actually, there needs to be some room in there for giving, for generosity, for gifts. I could probably go a little without in some other areas to make room for that. I'd encourage you to just go, okay, God, I'm going to partner with you in this. This is your nature and you're made in the image of God. So I'd encourage you. Come on, why don't you ask him, close our eyes tonight. So we're coming to a close. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that everything that we have is yours. Lord, and it's in your nature to bless. You want to bless your children? Lord, you want us to be a blessing to others. Lord, it's a way of life that we want to live, to be generous people tonight, oh God. I'm praying that you speak to each person. Lord, and just awaken that heart of generosity. As you're just hearing these scriptures tonight, these words, why don't you just say, yes, I want to be that generous person. Just respond to him. Say, yes, God. I want to be generous like you are. You gave your son for me that I might have life so that I can be a blessing to others. I thank you, Jesus, that you speak to us tonight. You give us ideas. You help us to plan. Maybe there is things that we can do or changes that we can make to be generous. Oh, Lord, I pray for every person tonight. God, that you will bring revelation and truth that will set us free. Thank you, God. 